one thing you'll notice right away in the glory is that every degree of glory that your mind gets renewed by Christ in you, everything sounds different through your five natural senses. You're getting glorified in your senses. So, when you hear a song in a greater glory, you'll actually pick up all kinds of sounds and new dimensions of the music that you've never heard before. I've probably listened to that song by C.J. Bolland, the prophet about John the Baptist and Elijah and the river for, for 10 years, 15 years. I've listened to it a thousand times. But I was hearing all new dimensions in the song just before this because of the greater glory. You'll notice that the glory, what it does is it heals your brain. Um, when we're fallen, we only use about 7 to 10% of our brain, and a genius, like an Albert Einstein, will use about 13% of the human brain. That's all the amount of the brain that was allotted to the flesh. So literally 90% of your brain was created by God for your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, you can't know who you are until you realize Christ in your spirit. You're only going to be running on 7 to 10, and maybe if you're a smart person watching, 11% of your brain. So really, we'd have no idea what we're getting ourselves into. That's why you got to walk by faith, not by sight. Because our, our capacities are completely shut down in our current state. So... When we get into the river, things start to turn on in our souls and we begin to experience ability of Christ in us that we never had before. A lot of people get scared of it when you realize that there's so much more to life and creation than what we've been told. I mean, it's a very scary thing. It's very much like the Matrix with Neo and Morpheus. that You're coming out of tubs of goo and getting un unplugged from batteries that have been sucking you dry of fallen angels that didn't want you to discover the city of Zion. Very much 100% accurate. That everything you've been taught in Babylon the Great, this current world system, is a constructed lie from sorcerers that knew they were lying to you to control your cities and nations by sorcery. That is accurately the situation. Most people can't handle it. You see it all the time, just like in the Matrix, to be like, this is too much. Just send me back in the Matrix. I can't handle reality. And we have seen about 100,000 people do that. They come into the river. It's too much. I actually, I can't handle living in the divine ability. It's hard for my brain to turn on and start using areas of my brain that are only usable by my spirit because you are actually transfiguring, metamorphosizing into your original design when you're in the river. That's why so many people come out of the river is because they're morphing. Romans 12.2 uses the Greek word metamorphosis, being transfigured, metamorphosized by the renewing of your mind. And the word mind is for your brain. Every time you read mind in the New Testament, it's referring to your brain. <laughs> people somehow separate that, and that's also a religious demon. Because it's all about renewing your brain and turning your brain on with your spirit life. How do you turn your brain on to operate 
and 100% brain activity, which is the complete and total overcoming of death, and you'll be young at 100. You'll be, you would look like you're 20 years old when you'll be 300 years old. That's why they lived 700, 800, 900 years in Methuselah's day. Adam and Eve lived like 700, 800 years, and, and Enoch lived forever. Three, he had his kid when he was 65. Why was it like that? coming out of the garden in those first ten, seven generations or so, first eight generations of man. It was the residue of the glory in their brains. The book of Noah says that Noah was born levitating and glowing like a star, and they saw that this was a special child. Come on, somebody. That's in the book of Noah. A fragment of Noah next to the book of Enoch. That these supernatural mystical things were normal in the beginning, of, in the fall, after Adam and Eve came out of the glory. There was still a residue of the glory that was so strong in their brains. It actually took like a thousand years for the glory to fade in their brain to go back down to about a chimpanzee level of brain activity. That's how much glory they came out of. And now through Christ, that glory is rising back in us and our brains are getting turned on. And the pioneers of metamorphosis are the ones that go into the river and start turning on their divine ability by living in the spirit and not the flesh. And it is kind of scary because you got everything that controls the matrix telling you you're wrong every day, you're a false prophet every day, you're a cult leader every day. They don't want you to expose that the 90% of darkness in the human brain is the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great of at least 200 million fallen angels that if they were to take flesh on, you would have never have seen the sunlight your entire lives on earth. That's how surrounded you are by Satan and his angels in Babylon the Great with the celestial bodies and the terrestrial bodies. We know about demons. That's a completely different thing. Demons are nothing, nothing compared to the celestial principalities of the second heavens. Nothing. It's like they're absolute nothing. We're talking worms and maggots in comparison to the power of celestial bodies. Scripture says that the celestial bodies will be shaken. That is the full intensity of the manifesting sons of God. That is the power of the manifesting sons of God. Because you're manifesting the Son of God that destroyed the principalities on the cross. The Father took Him out immediately and then gave us the Spirit through His blood so that you and I, as Christians, could, could rise above the realm of the celestial bodies of the second heavens and shake the heavens. Shake everything that can be shaken. But you can only do it in the narrow path. You deviate even a little, they will strike you down. There is no wiggle room. The higher you go in the glory, the more strict the practicing of righteousness. And it, yes, it, it, it does get easier because you learn God's ways and God's thoughts. But just like the final quest, quest says by Rick Joyner, in this life you can fall at any level on the mountain. And it's a mountain of going from glory to glory by revelation, intimate knowledge of the Father of glory in your spirit. Writing His words upon the tablets of your hearts so that they're alive, active, and energized. And it's the Word of God written on your hearts that renews the mind. Because what is causing all of the, the darkness in our souls? 
People every day, nonstop, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep for 13 years of full-time ministry, they say, I'm having mental warfare. That's the number one thing every Christian I've ever known by the tens of thousands has complained about. The battlefield of the mind. The mental warfare. I'm getting attacked. I'm getting attacked. Do you know that God's answer is not fixing it, but crucifying it? We're trying to put band-aids on our souls. God wants to take us to Golgotha and kill it. That's how it works. You have to be crucified with Christ at the place of the skull, Golgotha, and then He gives you a sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, so you can fall on your sword every day and die daily. Very few Christians die daily to live in the river of life. I mean, living in the river of life is dying daily. But you wake up in the morning, you might feel a little groggy, but you get consistent, you become a disciple, you don't have ups and downs anymore. It's just always underwater. But it is a discipleship because your brain is not used to it. Your brain is used to darkness. And light is a completely different world based on a different set of rules called the laws of liberty in Christ Jesus. And it has absolutely less than zero to do with this creation of stars and sands. That's how trapped we are. We're like in the natural realm and then God pulls us into the glory realm and then we try to do stuff in the natural realm and call it Christianity. When it's not. The only Christianity that there's ever been has been Christ doing it, glorianity, anointianity, through your spirit to the measure you've sacrificed your brain on the cross. There is no Christianity where you are doing stuff in your brain. That's the old covenant. Jesus didn't need to die for you to be a doer of whatever the stuff, the information that's in your brain. There is no need for the cross. That's what the old covenant was. Here's all the do's and don'ts. And you can do all of that in your flesh. We don't even need to build up your spirit. You can just be good in your own brain. You can be good in the flesh. And that's what a Pharisee is. Someone who's good in their brain. The flesh of their brain. A Christian is someone that has God's goodness come into their spirit and is continuously transfigured by the renewing of their mind by the washing of the water of the word. It's a completely different covenant. The new covenant is based on the throne of God and the lamb and the river. The old covenant was based on do's and don'ts in your brain. The old covenant exposed man's need for a Messiah that you could not do anything to ever be righteous. You could never be righteous no matter how much you obeyed the Bible in a hundred million years. You'll never produce even enough righteousness to get saved. That's really what it was about. It was exposing man's rebellion and also exposing the religious fallen angels' rebellion. The law exposes all the rebellion that's in the universe. And Christ died at Golgotha, binding it to the place of the skull. People always say there's no more spiritual warfare, no more demons when they're demon-possessed, and the demon in them is actually saying that, which is so ironic. And... (laughs) But all of it, how did Jesus Christ defeat Satan on the cross? We've, we've quoted that a thousand times. He defeated Satan at the cross because he bound all demons and devils at the place of the skull. They were defeated at the cross so that anyone that goes to the cross and dies to their skull lives to Christ's spirit and has overcome everything that's in the world immediately. 
Come on. So it's all about sacrifice. It is a living sacrifice, offering what? Your bodies as living sacrifices. Your body is a cup. And every single person around you is drinking off of you all the time. And they'll be persecuting the new wine because it's that one substance alone that transfigures the brain out of darkness into glory light. You can only live in the glory if you know how to drink. There's no chance in hell you'll ever live in the glory if you don't know how to drink the cup of the new covenant. Behold the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Drink it whenever you remember me. And then he brought a cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. It's all about drinking his spirit. You drink his word. Why drinking? Because it bypasses the brain. It energizes your spirit. And in your spirit, you have fellowship with God. And it renews your brain to submit to the spirit, which is original design. Your brain submitting to God in your spirit is original design. Very few people live in original design. <laughs> but that's actually what Christianity is. It restores you to divine order of spirit over soul and soul over body like Adam and Eve lived in the glory before the fall. And when you're fallen, you have spirit under soul and soul under flesh. So you're an exact polar opposite of original design. That's why you must be born again of the spirit and the waters. And then your spirit explodes with resurrection power translated out of darkness into his glorious light. Now the main issue is staying in the spirit, growing your spirit. Everything else is meaningless. Every single thing in this world is meaningless except the development of your spirit. Yes, and all that stuff that you think is going to be so fun will be added unto you. And it is fun in the glory. It's a lot of fun in the glory. But the main thing to stay free from idolatry is to keep your spirit fed on daily bread. You are a spirit that has a soul that lives in the body. It's just, has your spirit become more real to your mind than your natural body? That's original design, that your spirit is predominant. I am a spirit that you are more angelic than natural, that you are more supernatural than natural. The Holy Spirit is as supernatural as it gets. There's no spirit more supernatural than the Holy Spirit. Christians are the most supernatural people ever. A new age has nothing on it. It's an absolute joke. There's nothing even close to the power of His resurrection, the power of His blood. And how are you drinking a man who died 2,000 years ago's blood? by the river, because there's a Holy Ghost here, and the Holy Ghost is the blood of Jesus. Revelation 22 verse 1, I saw the throne of God and the Lamb, and then a river proceeding from them. So what's the river proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb in Revelation 22? That's the new covenant. You're in the river, and the river is the blood, the Spirit, and the Word, and these three are one. And everyone who receives the blood is washed and their conscience is cleansed from dead works and works that lead to death. And then you have the Spirit which builds up your spirit with the Word. The Spirit writes the Word on the tablets of your heart. That's what builds you up. That's what raises you from the dead. No one can be raised from the dead. No one can have an, a higher elevation over the natural dimension unless they receive God's Word upon their spirit. The Holy Spirit Himself, God Himself, 
writes His Word. All Scripture is God-breathed, ruached, amen, and is inspired and is useful for teaching, correcting, and training in righteousness. So it's the Spirit of God that inspired the prophets to write the Scriptures, who He Himself writes His Word upon your spirit, the tablets of your heart, the sheet of paper. Amen? The Ten Commandments symbolize the sheet, the tablets of your heart. It was a type and shadow of the New Covenant when God would write His literal words in fire upon your spirit. That's what revelation is. Revelation is completely different than a dead letter that kills. That's just information in the brain. doesn't transform you. It's not fun. It's so super boring. You'll waste your whole life. Revelation, the revelatory rhema word of God, the living word, is the Spirit of God writing the Logos written Bible upon your spirit in fire. And your spirit begins to burn brighter. That's the morning star, 2 Peter 1.19, rising in your hearts by the prophetic word. What's the prophetic word? The living word. The word that the Spirit of God has written on your spirit in fire. I make my ministers flames of fire. And who's a minister? Every single Christian. You have a ministry. Every time you open your mouth, you're doing ministry. If you ask Jesus in your heart, you got the high priest and apostle of glory already in you. Doesn't matter if you're five years old or 500 years old. You got the creator of heaven and earth and all the angels inside you. Every time you open your mouth, you are the oracle of God. The oracles of God. It's true. And when your brain starts to get renewed by the truth, this is all written in the scripture, you start to see, whoa, we are the body of Christ. One of the main lies of Jezebel is, don't follow man, follow Jesus. Except the problem is, the only place Jesus is on earth is inside the jars of clay. So it just produces lone rangers that serve the fallen angels in ignorance. Because we're the body of Christ. We're the jar of clay of Christ. Yeah, of course we're not following stardust. We're not following brain matter. We're following Christ inside the body. That's why you have the fivefold ministry. Jezebel hates true fivefold ministry and will do anything to delegitimize the leadership of the body of Christ that's been sent and commissioned from the very throne of God. Anyone that's anointed to be a leader goes through the most horrendous testing because Satan hates you when you're actually anointed to be a part of the fivefold, especially prophets and apostles because you're the government of God. You're the celestial Sanhedrin. Amen. 24 elders around his throne. It's a glorious throne. You have a throne in the Father's house. Isaiah 22, 23. You are a throne of glory and a throne of honor in your Father's house. Have I not said you are God's? Big G's. Because if you got a little G in you, we'll cast it out. You got the Creator, the Almighty, God the Father in you that does the works, firstborn amongst many. You have the same salvation package as Jesus Christ, the firstborn. You are his younger brothers and sisters of the same heavenly class of beings that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper, let there be light. That's who you really are, and we don't know it, but revelation, the written word, and the Spirit of God testifies that when he writes it upon your heart, your brain experiences it with fire. And it's the fire of God that burns up the darkness in our brains, just like a caterpillar on a leaf. 
it bakes in the hot sun for three days and changes into a completely different DNA creature. It's true. That's who you... 2 Corinthians 5.17 A completely different DNA creature. It's true. Everyone born again is a different DNA creature. Ecclesiastes says, A cord of three strands is not easily broken. What are the three strands, Solomon? Glad you asked. Your mother's DNA, your father's DNA, and the DNA of God. Amen? You have the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ was conceived of the Holy Spirit. So you have the Holy Spirit, the DNA of God, the same exact DNA that made Jesus of Nazareth the Messiah working through the blood of the Lamb, the blood covenant, inside your heart, inside your two strands of DNA, straightening your DNA, healing your DNA, glorifying you to the measure you can receive it and agree with it. Most people can hardly receive anything. They're like, just give me religion. This is too much. This is crazy talk. Well, it's biblical Christianity. It's just how deep in the waters do you want to go? We need strong meat for the mature. When we were infants in Christ, we sucked at the bottle. That's what the Bible says. You are still infants in Christ and need milk. But when you're mature, you eat the solid meat of the Word. The solid meat of the Word is revelation, righteousness, who you are in Christ as kings and priests of the Melchizedek order. Learning how to just eat the bread and wine. Why? So that you can serve it to others also. Because you are a royal priesthood and a holy nation of Israel. It's true. <laughs> you are the twelve tribes of Israel. And it has nothing to do with Jew or Gentile. It's the new covenant. Amen. One tree of life. The Jews were disconnected. Romans 11. So now the Gentiles are engrafted into the olive tree of the anointed one and his anointing oil. Romans 11, it is written. But then, when we let our light shine, the Jews will also be connected and we will be one new man without race. A, a one new man based on the anointing. We're talking about the unity of the brethren. We're talking about real Christianity, the Israel of God. The word Israel means prince with God or son of God. We're talking about the sons and daughters of the living God, the holy people of the Most High God, who inherit the kingdom, who inherit the promises. The promises is the royal power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Jesus called the Holy Spirit on His life royal power. He did. I've studied it out. It's unbelievable. Read the Amplified Classic. goes into the Greek. Read the Gospels. Study in the Amplified Classic. It's the best. Jesus referred to the Spirit that the Father gave Him as His royal power. We just speak in tongues, get goosebumps, and we're like, you know, shukutuku, and that's good enough. That's the royal power of the King's dominion. The dominion of the King, the Kingdom of Heaven. This thing is so royal, it makes Buckingham Palace look like a Haiti dumpster in comparison. This is true divine royalty, and it will expose the Luciferian agenda. It will expose the Nephilim agenda. It will expose the works of the seed line of Cain that has been stealing your birthright and keeping the Christians as the slave race in the nations in the matrix. Hallelujah. But guess what? God has given us His royal power to enforce His covenant and, and to enforce His word, to enforce it through flesh. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. 
So you get filled with the Spirit, you become best friends with the Spirit, you get filled with the Word, you get on fire, the Spirit writes all the Word on your heart, and you have the power and the authority and all the trials you've gone through in your life for, for you to walk to your seat of authority, to sit on your royal throne that was created by your Father in Heaven for your celestial life. Not a terrestrial life, but a heavenly life. Not an earthly life, not a human life. A divine Zoe life, a third heaven glory life. And God the Father has already set it apart for you. The issue is, are you going to believe the bad report or the good report? Am I a king or a, 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 king or a queen? Or am I just a, a pauper? Am I a peasant? The world would keep you in a, in a slave place to the flesh forever. But Revelation will wake up the Bride of Christ to be the Queen of Heaven. It's true. Jezebel has been stealing the Bride's birthright. Jezebel's the principality that rips you off after you embrace the prophetic, after you embrace the charismatic, after you embrace that there really is apostles and prophets here, and oh my gosh, there's a river and the glory and all this revelation, and it's so much fun, it's so awesome. And then you got many start dealing with the real situation in the celestial bodies. You keep growing spiritually, and the higher you raise your soul up into the heavens, you deal with everything in the heavens supernaturally by growing in the glory. And you're being engrafted into the tree of life, and yes, the tree of life will completely massacre it. The tree of life fills the second heavens when you're engrafted in your brain. That's our victory. It's not you doing stuff apart from the tree of life. It's getting your brain engrafted into the tree of life and letting the brain, the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ's brain is called the chief cornerstone of the living stones. God's a builder with living stones. You heard of the rolling stones, but your brain is a living stone and overcomers get a white stone with the new name on it. He writes his name on your brain. It's a glorified brain that is operating instead of 10% chimpanzee, 25% divine ability. People have never even seen 25% before. That's when you just speak a word and everything's created because there's a perfect flow of crystal clear sparkling glory going through your brains and the angels obey the rivers of the word of God from the throne of God and the Lamb that come out of your mouth. You're living by the fruit of your lips and not the sweat of your brow. You've reversed the curse. That's why it's a perfect covenant. All of this has been available for thousands of years and it's just getting unfolded now. Millions of people are going to walk in it. It's fringe now, it's pioneering now, but this is what everyone's looking for. This is your overcoming payload. This is your inheritance. This is your birthright. People that get a hold of this message will release the floods out of their own spirit. And their brain will get fully engrafted into the tree of life, which is the spirit tree. The Holy Spirit tree of the Holy Spirit anointing. The spirit is the anointing. He's all you need. Jesus said it was better that I go to the Father and send you the Spirit. And we're like, oh, Jesus, we need you so bad. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said you need the Spirit much more than you need me because the Spirit will build up your spirit and transfigure your brain so you can be my equals, equally yoked to me with spiritual ability. He's not coming back to a bride that's like a child bride. He's not marrying an infant in Christ. He's marrying an adult woman that knows who she is in Christ and is operating in the full capacity of the new covenant. Every gift activated. Seven spirits blazing through her heart and brain. 
with a rainbow menorah of a halo through her soul, with all angel power through the universe. She will put the universe on lockdown before Jesus returns. He's coming back to a victorious, overcoming bride. Song of Solomon talks about the Shulamite as a warlord. A warlord. She has combat boots. It's every member of the bride of Christ. Every member of the body of Christ. We've married the Messiah. We've barely tapped into His ability. But as you're intimate with Him, in the secret place of your heart, it's all activated. It's all birthed out of intimacy. Just like in the natural, you get pregnant, get stretched out, and all kinds of stuff happens to you, that happens in the glory. You get pregnant, you get stretched out, and you begin to birth the river of life, and your waters break, the breaking of the mighty waters, and out comes the third heaven with all the power of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and every angel that obeys His word. That's what you're birthing, the promises, the river. Out of your belly will flow rivers. John 7:38, King James Version. It's your belly, your spirit, birthing, your innermost being, releasing everything Jesus Christ has already purchased for you into the natural dimension. Washing away everything that would kill, steal, and destroy from your inheritance as the bride of Christ. Amen. And it's happening at an accelerated rate. Because people are getting thirsty and hungry for righteousness. When the glory begins to touch people's minds, they begin to wake up that there's more here than meets the eye. And the supernatural realm will become more normal every day. There's rivers washing through people's hearts. People's hearts will get so built up with the word of grace that they'll live in the angelic heavenly sphere above the flesh. They'll have angelic eye view. They'll not see with their two natural eyes. They'll see with the seven eyes because they've been crucified with Christ. Revelation 5.6 You can't trust your natural senses. You can only crucify your natural senses and live by your supernatural spirit senses. And you have to renew your mind to use them. And you renew your mind by letting the Spirit of God write His Word upon your heart. And you will burn in an ever-increasing glory. That's what it means going from glory to glory, is having more and more of God's holy words written on your spirit and burning ever brighter to the full dawn of day. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, partner with Red Letter Ministries, magnify this ministry, help us upgrade our studio. We'd love to have a Sid Roth It's Supernatural studio. It'd be just great. RedLetterMin.com. Donate. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.